If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Welcome to Frank and Beans, everybody. Frank and Beans, the Sex and Relationship Podcast. Where I'm Beth. And I'm Brian. And we are discussing all of the sex, love, relationship topics of the world. Fun stuff. Oh, yeah. The funnest stuff. The funnest. It's the good parts in life. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. We could do a podcast on paying your bills, but that doesn't seem very fun. (laughs) I also will uh, go on record that I would be the least qualified person, (laughs) as would you, because we spend recklessly like it is the end of the world. That is fair. I woke up this morning and I just had a, you know... Got some Amazon orders that are coming in. And I did a little bit of drinking in Prime last night and had to do some cancellations. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, I don't feel like you bought anything stupid for a while, so that's cool. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. It's not stupid, but I mean, like, the hobby of screen printing and... And whatnot, so... Yeah, Yeah, that's more of an investment. Thank you for that. I agree. (laughs) Definitely. I'm like, considering the uh, laundry list of stupid shit you've actually bought. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was actually surprisingly responsible of you. (laughs) That's fair. I have been uh, working on my credit score, too. Look at you go. I know. Nice. I don't want to brag, but I think I got it up to uh, 675 so far. Look at you go. I did get an email from Experian that said my score went up by 10 points. I don't know how that's possible, but... Basically, I'm killing it. Yeah, right on. <laughs> it's probably because we're not out spending all of our money at the bars. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that old anyway. Chicago. Anywho. You're right. What did we talk about last week, Brian? Last week, we talked about spectrophilia. The, oh, yeah. The seductive specters. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> now That's I feel the, like you have to make t-shirts with like all the mascot shit on it. You know what I mean? Right. Or like yeah. a jersey, like a fake jersey. I like it. One with the seductive specters and one with the sugar baby university. Yeah. SBU. SBU wink face emojis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, that was a previous episode. Definitely check it out because it is uh, cry face emoji hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but if you like those or any of our other episodes, you could do us a super duper solid and give us a review, a five star review on Facebook or iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you can do such a thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it really super helps the show out more than you even know, mm-hmm. especially since we recently got our first bad review, but... <laughs> It is not because the show is bad. It is because I have got to stop trolling people on the internet. <laughs> but I can't help myself. It is, uh, yeah. So it was in retaliation. And also Brian is smart enough to have found a way to get it removed. But anyway. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the score still affected us, but uh, the exactly. review isn't on there. Fun. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> Take that. Like, thanks for the listen. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Anyway, uh, but you can also support us by visiting our Patreon page, which is www.patreon.com slash frankandbeans, all spelled out. And Brian has all sorts of really neat, fun merchandise that you can get for different levels of sponsorship. 
personally custom made for you by Brian. Yeah, t-shirts. Um, just got a bunch of stickers in, and then for yeah, as, yeah. for as little as three dollars, you can you- get a hey. Beer crack in your honor. Yeah. It might not be a true crime garage beer crack, but. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Also, theirs isn't a beer crack. It's a, it's whatever. I forget what they call it on their show. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. Give me a break. You can't copyright a beer crack. I'm just saying that. Hello. Yeah. (laughs) Right. But if we are going to be true crime garage about it. This week's episode is brought to you by Pabst Blue Ribbon Extra. <laughs> <laughs> the old award winner. Uh, yeah, except they're like, more booze, same price. I'm like, PBR, have you been reading my diary? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love a good bargain. So, anyway. Uh, but yeah, also, uh, if you don't want to do any of those things, but you do want to just say hi or how are you doing... Or tell us how you like the show, or don't, or have episode ideas, or questions, queries, whatever. You can email us at fnbpodcast at gmail.com. That is the letters Frank November Bravo Podcast at gmail.com. And we are coming up on our 100th episode. Yeah. Which we're going to do listener, another round of listener emails and questions, um, which we did on our 50th episode, but this time. We're giving out prizes to the three best ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We'll go ahead and and give away a free t-shirt. Yeah, to three people. So send us your stuff and just take us an email for free. And uh, you'll also get to hear yourself on the show. So it's pretty neat. Yeah, for sure. All right, Brian, are you ready for the fuck yeah news story of the week? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Do you want me to go into it? <laughs> yeah. Or do yeah. you want to go into it today? Okay. Well, okay. I saw that it was blue, but I was like, I never read these things. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. For those of you who don't know at home, I have to color code our outline for Brian so he knows when he's supposed to talk. <laughs> I mean, it's smart. But, but this this week, it was a little opposite because of the way I was filling in information. So, um, but yeah, I will just go ahead and get right into it. The fuck yeah news story of the week, since technically this is still being recorded in June, which is Pride Month. Five years ago, at this point in time, love won. That's right, folks. June 26th marks the five-year anniversary since the historic Supreme Court decision on marriage equality. <laughs> USA. <laughs> USA. <laughs> uh, so yeah, on June 26, 2015, a landmark U.S. Supreme Court decision guaranteed U.S. citizens the right to marry their partner regardless of their sex. The decision was the accumulation of many years of legal battles and a victorious moment for advocates of marriage equality who had struggled for years against the discrimination under the law. Litigation began over the issue of marriage equality in the late 20th century with Bear versus Lewin, in which the Hawaii Supreme Court... Uh, you know what? There's a whole episode we did on this. We won't get into the specifics of it. Sure. Um, listen to the, the marriage equality episode. It gives you all of the 
a specific information about how we got there. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the really neat things to note is that actually the um, the court case that paved the way for this initially that finally got it struck down was the Loving versus Virginia case where uh, interracial marriage was finally uh, legal. Right. So thank you, civil rights struggle of our black brothers and sisters and all of our people of color because interracial marriage isn't just black and white. And uh, yeah, uh, since that that became the court case that uh, was the precedent that they used to, yeah, have gay marriage become legal. So that is fantastic. Just another little lovely reminder that we're all in this together. So yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, fuck yeah. I mean, yeah, five years. I mean, I guess it, it just doesn't feel like it was that long ago to me, but... Yeah. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! I, for one, can't wait for another 30 years when we look back on this and are like, oh my god, can you even believe that was a thing? Right. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. We're getting there. For sure. So yeah, that was it. Just the five-year anniversary, so very exciting to celebrate. Even though you're hearing this in July. (laughs) (laughs) So, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Cool. All right. Well, Brian, are you ready to talk about a totally different marriage topic today? I am. Awesome. Well, today, (laughs) we are talking about arranged marriages, specifically. Mm Mm-hmm. And the reason this came up is because I am human trash, and I have been watching... One of the trashiest TV shows I've ever watched, <laughs> which is a little number called Married at First Sight, courtesy of the folks at Netflix. And this is where three supposed marriage experts match um, from thousands of singles. Uh, this time it takes place in Charlotte, North Carolina. How about that? Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> okay, this one's here. I might as well watch it. And uh, eight episodes in, I'm like, I hate myself for watching this. These people are all horrible. <laughs> I hope they all get divorced and die alone. <laughs> oh, no. They are that bad. <laughs> They're that bad. I'll have to check that out. I I kind of, uh, I'm a fan of arranged marriages. I kind of wish they'd make a comeback. <laughs> yeah. And this I know, because Brian, as your best friend, we have had this conversation yeah. Where you're like, I just want someone to make all my decisions for me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And not just that, but it's like, here's this one person. You're married now. Figure it out. Instead of like, oh, you didn't do the dishes last night? I want a divorce. You know That's what I mean? Me. Like That would be if you married me. <laughs> <laughs> dishes in the sink is a deal breaker. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, if you had that one person that you're supposed to just be happy with for the rest of your life, you're going to make it work. Instead of just like, uh, I don't like the way her voice sounds. <laughs> uh, uh, right. Yeah, which has also been reasons that you have dismissed someone in the past. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, which, I mean, we'll get to the reasons for and against this or, like, you know, why it might work and why it might not. I think it has a lot to do with American culture versus other cultures. Yeah. Because... We as Americans are human trash bags, which is why <laughs> all of these people, um, I'm baking on one, maybe two out of the four making it. So we'll see. Yeah. 
initially I was like watching it. And I was like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. I was like coming off the romance train from last week yeah. in the last episode where we were like, <laughs> romantic gestures. Oh my God. Why do we not hate this topic? Why do I like romance all of a sudden? Right. And then I watched this and I was like, nope, there go, there it goes again. There it goes. humanity out the door. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll have to check that show out. But yeah. before we dive into arranged marriages specifically, we should point out that there are varying degrees of freedom for the bride and groom found in marriages. Mm-hmm. Um, they've it's more been, of a spectrum. Yeah. They've been defined most commonly as forced arranged marriage. This is where the parents or their guardians select. The individuals are neither consulted nor have any say before the marriage. I do have to say I like that they just flat out called it forced. Like no right. PC, like... You know, yeah. turn it's not to like hide. Tra- yeah, <laughs> not traditional arranged marriage, just forced. It is forced as fuck, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's just call a spade a spade. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, then there is consensual arranged marriage where uh, the parents or guardians select, then the individuals are consulted, who consider and consent, and each individual has the power to refuse. Sometimes the individuals meet, maybe in a family setting or privately, before engagement and uh, marriage, as in such custom as Orthodox Jews. So that would be a culture where you would find that common. Sure. Next I one like we ha- that. I yeah, yeah. There's, there's that C word in there that we like. Mm-hmm. Um, consent's always a good thing. For sure. Uh, let's see. Then we move on to self-selected marriage. So the individual select, then the parents or guardians are consulted, who consider and consent. Um, and where parents or guardians have the power of veto. I'm not comfortable giving Henry that kind of green light, I'll be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> oh, man. But still, I mean, it feels a little more progressive, which is cool, you know? Yeah. Um, and then you just have plain old autonomous marriage, and that is where individuals select. The parents or guardians are neither consulted nor have any say before the marriage. That's just kind of a normal marriage. Exactly, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. For sure. Let me see here. So, what is it? What is an arranged marriage? Um, it's a type of marital union where the bride and groom are selected by indiv- individuals other than the couples themselves, particularly blah, 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 by a family member, <laughs> such <laughs> as the parent, particularly um, by a family member, such as the parents. This is pretty common, like what we know. Yeah. Um, in some cultures, a professional matchmaker may be used to find a spouse for a young person. For instance, in the Netflix universe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, um, arranged marriages have actually historically been prominent in many cultures. Um, while the popularity of it has steadily declined in all cultures over the 19th and 20th century... The practice remains common in many regions, most notably South Asia. And according to a 2012 study by Statistic Brain, 53.25% of marriages are arranged worldwide. Insane. I literally would have never guessed that high of a percentage. No. Majority of the marriages are arranged. That's shocking. Yeah. But then if you think about it, like, you know, they were saying... 
places like, you know, Southeast Asia. Well, yeah, you have, mm-hmm. like, massive populations there. Like, China alone is, like, the majority oh, of the world. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So, in these cultures, marriage is a, ne- a negotiation and decision between parents and other older members of two families. The boy and girl were typically told to get married without a right to refuse, even if they had never met each other until the wedding day. That, Ugh, that's, that's, I don't like that. That's a little crazy. Like, even though I'm a fan of this, I... I, mm, I, I the, re- the relationship part of it so much doesn't bother me, mm-hmm. but the idea of committing to a person you've never... That you're going to fuck that dude exclusively for the rest of your life. Right. <laughs> and never having seen them... Right. Oh, there's no way. There's no way. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I, I think that's where you they lose you on arranged marriage. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're like as much as I love my time in the army and having someone tell me what to do all the time. Right. Didn't have to. The make one. Th- my yeah. The one decisions. thing. I, right. <laughs> the one thing I would like to decide on myself would be who I put my penis in. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and what she looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that consensual arranged marriage sounds. Yeah, a little more up your alley. (laughs) Yeah. We have Um, talked on the show previously about how, like, I might become Jewish. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, they've got some cool shit going on. They don't believe in hell. Oh, yeah, we're into that. Yeah. We'll give up our thrones there for (laughs) the risk of, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. As much as hell sounds like an awesome metal concert, we're kind of here for it. I, I feel better about the idea that there's just nothing afterwards. Sure. <laughs> or that I turn into a cat or something in the next life. I'm, I, kinda, <laughs> I like that idea, too. Um, but anyway, there are several different types of arranged marriages specifically, right? So, you know, there's the spectrum of arranged marriages, but then there's also kind of like different specific types. So, okay. um, an arranged exogamous marriage is one where a third party finds and selects the bride and groom, irrespective of their social, economic, or cultural group. Okay, okay so now we get into the specifics of how they're selecting them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, arranged endo endogamous marriage. Sorry, these are big words. I was like, whoa, Brian's never going to have a chance at these. <laughs> yeah, make sure they're in pink. <laughs> so there's exogamous and then endogamous. So... Uh, endogamous is one where a third party finds and selects the bride and groom from a particular social, economic, and social group. So one, they're just taking it from a pool of everybody. The other one, they're specifically looking at, like, okay, what kind of social, economic, and cultural benefits or whatever are they going Right. Um, and then there is a consanguineous marriage. Whoa, that was a biggie. Yeah. Okay. Is a type of arranged endogamous marriage. It is one where the bride and groom share a... Oh, this is gross. Okay. It is one where the bride and groom share a grandparent or a near ancestor. Hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. Examples of these include first cousin marriages. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle niece marriages. Oh, that was even hard to say out loud. That was hard to say out loud. Second cousin marriages, so now we're talking your dad's cousin. That's gross. Um, and so on. Yeah, I think that's all I'm prepared to talk about that. 
No. <laughs> Why don't we want to know what other what other matches those could be? Uncle niece? What the fuck? Gross. So the most common consanguineous marriages are first cousin marriages. Ah! Uh. Followed by second cousin and then uncle niece marriages. Between 25 and 40% of all marriages in parts of Saudi Arabia and Pakistan are first cousin marriages. Mm. Oh my God. Well, overall, (laughs) consanguineous arranged marriages exceeds 65 to 80% in various regions of North Africa and Central Asia. My goodness. What the fuck? Oh. No. 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 Uh, If someone was like, you have to marry your uncle, I'd be like, no thanks, I'll just kill myself. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just check out. (laughs) No, we're good here. (laughs) Check, please. Yeah. Oh, boy. So before the 20th century, in places such as China and Russia... The practice of arranged marriages was actually the norm. So weird. Yeah, so weird. Um, Until the first half of the 20th century, arranged marriages were common among immigrant families. Uh, They were sometimes called picture bride marriages among Japanese American immigrants because the bride and groom knew each other only through the exchange of photographs before the day of their marriage. Oh. Mm. I don't know if I like that. Yeah. I mean, like, at oh least, no. you know. What if it's old? Is there red eye in it? <laughs> right. <laughs> at least there weren't like, you know, Snapchat filters back then. Right. There's I don't that. think they were catfishing too bad. Yeah, there's that. And it does solve my previous dilemma of never agreeing to marry someone that, or fuck exclusively for the rest of your life that you've never seen. At least they're right. like, okay, you can at least check them out first. Then decide on suicide or not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, uh, over time, you know, arranged marriages shifted to quasi-arranged marriages where parents or friends made introductions and the couple met before marriage. So they're like, okay, maybe we still want to stay within like our little cultural circle, um, but we're going to be a little more freewheeling with just making an introduction and actually getting to meet beforehand. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that just kind of sounds like, I don't know, your your mom is setting you up or your dad is setting you up with his friend's son or daughter. You know what yeah. I mean? Again, there's no way Henry's weighing in on this ever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't even want to know what kind of Fox News watching Trump supporting motherfucker would walk through that door. <laughs> Fair. But I do love my dad very much, so he just has no business in my bedroom. <laughs> right. So immigrants are not the only groups that practice a form of arranged marriages. Um, even in even today in the U.S., placement marriage is common among fundament, fundamentalist Mormon groups. Okay, here we go with the cutesy name for something totally disgusting, right? Yes. Because just so we're all clear, a placement marriage is where you and 13 other preteens marry Warren Jeffs. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so again, we're calling a spade a spade here. Yeah. Placement marriage. Right. Air quotes. <laughs> no, not mm-hmm. falling for it. Um, but yeah, in fact, of 142 cultures studied throughout the world, 130 of them included some form of arranged marriage. I, that's that's insane. So this exploded my mind at 
this is one of those episodes where like we learned something too. <laughs> right. We all learned something today. I had right. no idea it was this common. That's wild. I mean, out of 142 cultures, 12 of them don't do arranged marriages. Right. That's insane. And, like, all of the biggest ones do, you know? Yeah. So, that's mm. wild. Interesting. Cool. So, that kind of wraps up what is it. So, why would you go through with it, Beth? Now we're going to play courtroom <laughs> drama. Yeah. Normally, we let the defense go first. We're going to make the prosecution go first today. Sounds good. Oh, wait, no. Normally, it is the opposite way. What was I thinking? The prosecution the always defense. goes first. Oh, this yeah. is the defense. Never mind. We're letting the defense go first today. Right. Then the prosecution. So, it is backwards. My bad. No worries. All right. So, why would people or why do people go through with that? Um, excuse me. That's a burp. Some say it removes the anxiety associated with finding a partner. Direct quote from Brian Pruitt. (laughs) Right. That's my favorite part. Um, The objective view from someone who has your best interest at heart may also help prevent someone with a bad picker to pick unhealthy partners. And I think everyone hosting this podcast right now can raise their guilty hand. 100%. At least historically having bad pickers, maybe less so lately. (laughs) Definitely I'll less so that. lately. <laughs> but I'll agree to that. But you know, like thirty seven years of bad picks. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Our entire friendship has been based on bad pickers <laughs> yeah. to this point in our lives. <laughs> Absolutely. If yeah. I was like a football uh general manager, I would be fired because I'm picking up dumpster fires in the first round. Oh yeah. I'm definitely the Detroit <laughs> Lions of fucking pickers. Like Right. <laughs> I mean we're being real about it. Or even the Bears. I mean, the Bears are notoriously terrible. Absolutely. About I'm, players. I'm signing Jay Cutler for another six years, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Poor Kay. Oh, my God. They're like, because we hate ourselves. Right. <laughs> Welcome to the conversation. <laughs> but Brian Nerlacher wants to continue playing and wants a six year contract. Nah, we'll give him one. And one right. million dollars. He's like, and all I want is three million, and they're like, one million or not a bear. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna go just make that off ads in one year alone. <laughs> so right. Every billboard in the city of Chicago is Brian Urlacher, so <laughs> right. he, he's doing fine. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, I mean, maybe there's something to that. You know what I mean? Like, look at what we did on the live episode. Like, we're like, mm-hmm. you're my best friend. I know how to pick someone better for you than you do because, obviously, a history, but b, you know. I can look at a woman and not just be like, okay, like, Brian would want to fuck her. I can be like, okay, does she have staying power? You know, is she going to get along with me? You know, is she, does she have crazy tendencies? Mm -hmm. Uh, Instead of Brian, who would just be like, I don't like her voice. (laughs) 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 She had a stupid laugh. (laughs) So, you know, maybe there's something to this whole theory, but. No, that does make sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, or in my case, uh, uh, I don't know what his dick looks like, and Beth would be exclusively concerned with <laughs> whether or not <laughs> he's got a big dick. Let's get married. No. Um, but anyway, uh, arranged marriages statistically also have lower divorce rates. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get too excited about that, we'll get to a lot of reasons why that may actually be the case. Don't mm-hmm. give it too much credit just yet, because, sure. yeah, there's a dark side to that. But... 
Um, considering over 50% of marriages worldwide are arranged, and the global divorce rate is only around 6%. Holy shit. Yeah. One could argue that there's a correlation between the number of arranged marriages and a lower divorce rate. Whereas in places like the U.S., where the divorce rate is closer to 45%, with mm-hmm. the higher percentage of autonomous marriages could, you know, allude to a correlation between autonomous marriages and divorce. I mean, those are facts. Those are numbers. Like, Yeah. That's staggering. 6%? For sure. But and again, there is a dark side to why those numbers may be. Yeah. Are we, which we'll get to. Right now? Not now. This is okay. the the case. When we get to the when we become the prosecution. Oh, gotcha. We'll figure we, out why this might be. I mean, that six percent is amazing. Like is that and, wild. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, and you got to think you got the U.S. with a, a divorce rate of forty five percent, bringing that down. Right, where like, everyone else in the world is like, yeah, marriage is nice. It works out, and everyone in America is like, nope, no, nope, don't even bother. It's like <laughs> there's just <laughs> right. a bunch of chances it isn't going to work out as it will. So yeah, that's insane. We've been brought up thinking that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Another fun right. fact: Brian and Beth learned today. Yeah, craziness. Um, So a woman who refuses to go through with an arranged marriage tries to leave an arranged marriage via divorce or is suspected of any kind of immoral behavior may be considered to have dishonored her entire family. So here we go. They're scared of getting a divorce Mm -hmm. because it will bring shame upon their family. Hmm. And some people (laughs) care about that. (laughs) (laughs) that's the weird part right personally i think my family does a perfectly fine job of bringing dishonor upon themselves so they don't need my help (laughs) i guarantee you that whoever i marry will have absolutely no bearing on that whatsoever (laughs) but this being the case uh her male relatives may be ridiculed or harassed and any of her siblings may find it impossible to enter into a marriage because, obviously, their little society is associating that family with, you know, problematic people in terms mm-hmm. of uh, the status quo. So, uh, And even in some of the most extreme cases, killing the woman is a way for the family to enforce the institution of arranged marriages. Holy shit. Oof. Imagine Henry being like, well, if you're not going to marry Chad, I'm just going to have to kill you, honey. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were going to commit suicide anyway, so... Yeah, you can't bring shame upon our family like that. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, late marriage, particularly past the age of 30 years old. Check. <laughs> yeah. Reduces the pool. Yeah. <laughs> reduces the pool of available women for autonomous marriages. Also men. Yeah. And uh, 100% and we- facts. And we know. <laughs> Dating in your 30s, dumpster fire. We know. Um, introductions and arranged marriages become a productive option. Okay. So if marriage is something important to you, you know, I was actually just talking about this last night. Women around 28, 29 start panicking and going, oh, my God, I'm not married yet. I'm supposed to be doing this whole thing. Biological yeah. click ticking. So maybe someone like that who values this highly in their life might be like, okay, well, I'm not doing a good job of this myself. Maybe I'll consult an expert. Sure. And it's a thing like with the bad picker, you know, we've been doing it for 30 plus years and maybe it's time to put it in the hands of an expert. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I have no idea. I'm winging it every day. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but also, uh, in impoverished communities, every adult mouth to feed becomes a continuing burden. In many of these cultures, women have difficulty finding gainful employment, or in some cases, they're just not even allowed to. Yeah. And then their daughters become the greatest financial burden to the family. Mm-hmm. Um, so some scholars argue that arranging a marriage of a daughter becomes a necessary means to not only reduce this financial burden on the family, but in extreme cases, it may even be the only means of ensuring the survival of the child due to their lack of resources to provide for them, which I mean, I get that that's fucked up, but you know, I mean like, okay, so yeah. Okay. Child marriage is fucked up, but also like if you're a parent and you're like, Oh my God, we had a drought. My farm is, you know, Mm -hmm. we have nothing. This child's going to starve to death. The only option is to marry them off to this person. Like, how sure. do you even make that decision? You know, well, that's a reality it, for some people. Yeah. And in the cultures where, you know, women are prohib- prohibited from working, it's not like you just send them off to college and, you know, they become a they become a woman. No, no, no. Like, right. that's not available. Right. You, just you just... have to raise your daughter or son, I guess, until you just marry them off. Do you want to live, honey? You're going to have to marry Uncle Charlie. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, your cousin George over there doesn't seems to be doing pretty well for himself. Like, you have to fuck him? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was kind of crazy. When I was in Iraq, there was this um, security team. They were run by Russians, but they were um, Ugandan. Ugandans? Ugandan? Uh, yeah, they were from Uganda. And um, I was like, well, why would you come over here and do this? And he's like, well, I get paid a lot of money. I said, well, what are you going to do with that when you get home? He says, I'm going to buy three cows. Well, why are you going to buy cows? <laughs> because I need to trade a cow so that I can have a wife. And then I can make, hopefully, daughters that I can then trade for cows. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just trading cows for... He's like, I'm going to buy three cows. You're like, go on. (laughs) I'm not sure where this is headed, but uh, I'm listening. (laughs) You're like, have you considered a screen printer instead as an investment? Have you considered starting a podcast, maybe? Yeah. yeah. (coughs) Maybe a Um, quick cut? (laughs) (laughs) They were all excited. He asked me one time, like, have you seen the movie um, Big Booty Hose 11? And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? Of course I have. (laughs) (laughs) Seven's my favorite, but 11's not bad. Right. I guess they had like one one porn DVD that they were all sharing, and it was Big Booty Hose 11. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I I guess he thought it was the only porn available ever and wanted to know <laughs> if I've seen it. <laughs> He's like, I'm not sure what the 11 is about. You're like, woof, buckle up. There were 10 before it. Okay. <laughs> You're like, also, we have this porn exchanging circle here on base. So if you guys are interested in getting in on that action. <laughs> right. Yeah. I've uh, been through my pornography and I am bored. Yeah, for sure. All right. <laughs> You're like, I'll, I'll look at You're like, I like big butts. Yeah. I cannot lie. I like big booty hoes. Big booty hoes it is. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, migrant minority ethnic populations 
have limited choice of partners. Particularly, I hate that fucking word. Um, <laughs> when they are stereo, <laughs> yeah, particularly um, when they are stereotyped, segregated, or avoided by the major or majority population. This encourages finding a partner within the ethnic group. Makes well, sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Think about it. You know, like I mean, even people like in America who mm-hmm. come here from like Mexico or whatever, you know, like obviously like A, there's a whole language barrier there. Mm-hmm. But B, I think, you know, I mean, and it's it's terrible, it's not right. But I think that a majority of like women would be like, Oh yeah, no, that guy is not even in my dating pool. You right. know? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, for whatever reason, you have to stick with it. Yeah. So, I mean, this makes sense. Yeah. And, well, like, I remember in Chicago, there, you know, there's there's a huge um, Polish population. Mm-hmm. There's a huge uh, Greek population. And they have a neighborhood, and they do not go outside of that neighborhood. No. And they, yeah, they, I mean, even though they are Caucasian, mm-hmm. um, they still stick within their, their groups. Oh, yeah. All the signs on the stores are in Polish, you know. I mean... Yeah, so, obviously, yeah, I get this. That makes sense. Um, And then, yeah, historically, arranged marriages were also used for political and social gain, right? Mm -hmm. So, kingdoms would often seal their alliances by joining the families and their respective resources by forcing their children to marry into another kingdom. You know, a la Game of Thrones, if you will. (laughs) Sure. Um, But, yeah, in a lot of cases, it's like, okay, well, we don't want to go to war with Spain, so we will marry our daughter off to their prince, and then they will not try to come and invade us. Or yeah. There was a meme I'm trying to find. Um, oh, man. But while you're looking for it, okay. This is, this is obviously all of those things that we just listed are all reasons why maybe the global divorce rate is lower because people are scared to get a divorce. Sure. Well, in some and, cases, even fear for their life, their family yeah. survival, their financial, you know, stability. Well, and the, um, uh, what is it? You know, those cultures where women aren't allowed to work or anything like that. Like, you can't get a divorce. You don't have a choice. No. What are you going to do? You're a Go baby to... oven. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, I can't that's find crazy. that meme, but it was funny. It was like, I believe in marriage the old-fashioned way, like... Um, strengthen my alliance and blah, blah, blah with France. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I mean, on a real note, like imagine being like, ooh, the fate of my entire kingdom relies on me. Like, do you want Spain to come and fuck us up? Or will you just please marry the guy, this guy for the good <laughs> of all of us? Like, no pressure. Sure, yeah. But yeah. Mm. All right. Well, yeah, Braveheart. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, like a a French princess that was married off to the the english prince something like that i gotta something. be honest with you history is not my strong suit <laughs> i mean it was mel gibson movie you know yeah if there isn't a dollop about it i don't, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> pre pre um anti-semitic drunken rant all right so then uh finally some religions demand that marriage may be arranged and within the faith most notably, Muslim men and women are forbidden to marry outside of the faith, often with the threat of extreme consequences for those who don't comply. Yikes. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah. So yeah, as many times we're not going to beat a dead horse, but religion is problematic for a number of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that would be one of them. <laughs> so. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, if you're a Christian, you can't marry a Catholic, stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Which like, like you know, I still... give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but still, kind of happens, you know. It's um, crazy that people care that much about it because I'm like, uh, I would file that at the bottom of things I give a fuck about. <laughs> sure. But sure. I mean, you know, their faith is important to some people, so. Yeah. All right. Cool. So why is arranged marriages? fucked up well the obvious number one answer is our favorite c word on frankenbeans yeah it's consent there's zero consent yeah with an arranged marriage the prosecution rests no <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> literally consent that's it duh that's it yeah yeah because uh <laughs> I Take mean, care, yeah. Frank Sabinis. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're dumping arranged marriage. Okay, we're dumping this. No. But I mean, obviously, it's like, okay, growing up in America, obviously, our culture is a lot different than the rest mm-hmm. of the world. But for me, it's like, yeah, duh, I'm not going to marry somebody who I haven't chosen. That's crazy. But. We also take for granted the amount of freedom we have in our lives here. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. The financial stability that we have, you know, and like this should put a lot of that in perspective that like, yeah, duh, consent. But yeah, duh, consent is not like, it's still not a thing for everyone, yeah, you know? It's not and universal. That is the sad truth. So don't take for granted for a second the fact that we get to throw the consent being important around, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, obviously, if marriage is forever, taking away the ability to choose one's own life partner means literally leaving the fate of the rest of your life in someone else's hands. Which doesn't sound that bad to me. (laughs) Right. What's the return policy on any fucked up kids in that situation? Like, Oh, fair. (laughs) uh, Yeah, you didn't tell me that he had a genetic mutation and he was going to be a redhead or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Whatever it is. You and I both love redheads. So I I don't know why I came up, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Also, with the birth of the internet, uh, has come the opportunity to exploit the practice. Interesting. Sham marriages have become a consequence of mail order bride and other international matchmaking services. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me that there are people in this (laughs) world that would capitalize? What? On the vulnerability of another person? Oh, and like the saddest of persons. You know what I mean? If you're going on the internet, well, I don't know. Is is Tinder any different than like the Russian? That's what I'm saying. Brides? We're like we're not glass housing anyone, okay? Like we can <laughs> we we are this person. Like we're sad. We get it. <laughs> After it came out of my mouth and I heard it, I was kind of like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> right? Are we really that different? Uh, right. Exactly. It's like, oh, wait a second. It's okay for us to talk about because uh, we're included in that. Well, because even <laughs> even on Tinder, there's bots and there's scams and there's, you know, um, right. yeah, fake accounts that want you to <laughs> join their um, subscription service or whatever there's, the fuck. There's a Nigerian prince. Also, yeah. <laughs> when, my, when my parents first got a Facebook account and I was sort of helping them navigate through that whole process, uh, I remember one time they're like, uh, yeah, we got this uh, friend request from a nice-looking lady in Russia. And I'm like, nope, bot, delete, nope. delete, delete immediately. <laughs> it's not what you think it is. It's not. <laughs> right. Those are always a hard pass. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, anyways. 
So that also, um, you know, arranged marriage is pretty much, you know, a loveless marriage. It's not like you guys had that whole courting process and you guys fell in love with each other and had the romantic gestures and all that other stuff. It's just like a business transaction. Right. Here in America, we prefer to be in love at first, then slowly learn to resent and hate your partner. (laughs) Not hate them before you even meet them. The loveless part comes later on. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. And, you know, we kind of touched on this with the scams, but uh, people have been conned out of money. Yeah. I mean, I've seen more than one show about, like, these mail-order bride services in this day and age. And, you know, it's, like, the saddest thing. Like, there are these guys that are, like, lonely, Mm. maybe not the best-looking dude ever, who have tried dating and haven't had any luck here. And like fam- having a family is important enough to them that they pour thousands of dollars into this whole process. Right. And then in some cases, like just to have someone totally rip them off and it's like, Oh my God, it's so sad. Yeah. But it is a case for not doing this. Sure. Use your own brain to like, Hey, common sense. It seems like this person is scanning me. Right. Yeah. Don't don't send money to Russia. Not a good right. idea. Right. I'm pretty sure the CIA will track that shit too. Honestly, you'll be, you'll be put on the list. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Let's pretend that international travel isn't already. Um, yeah, probably as difficult as ever right now. Sure. You will be on the list, for sure. But, uh, yeah, speaking of problematic, the number one for me is obviously the human rights violation that this is for me, you know. Obviously, again, you know, I think a lot of times we take for granted the fact that the human rights movement in general is Mm -hmm. still very new to the world, you know. Like, I actually was, like, shaming a dumb racist online today that (laughs) she was like... She was like, since when is being called a racist the worst thing in the world? And my response, I was like, boom, since 1964, when the Civil Rights Act was invented. When the government literally prioritized it as the worst thing that you can be called. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Since when is that the worst thing you can be called? She's like, I mean, there's child molesters and murderers. I'm like, yeah, I I mean, I find it as hard to believe as you do, Susan, that child molesters weren't included in that civil rights act. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? (laughs) I did. I I posted or I shared a um, a video on Facebook about the um, historical monuments. Oh, yeah, yeah. When they were built. That blew my fucking mind. They should all be taken down. If you disagree with that, stop listening to this podcast. Uh, Well, I've been going back and forth on this. Okay, because there was uh, somebody was telling me the other day about like how even uh, the Lord, our Savior, Barack, uh, went on record saying like cancel culture can also sort of be dangerous. Just like, you know, to play devil's advocate on the whole statue situation, mm -hmm. you know, cancel culture can be problematic because, okay, we take that statue down now as a symbol of whatever, but like. 20 years from now, when that statue isn't sitting there to be like, holy shit, remember how racist people used to be? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the case gotcha. could be made for maybe you maybe you um, take that statue 
and manipulate it in some sort of artistic way that shows, you know, I don't know, peeing on the statue of Saddam Hussein instead of tearing it down or whatever. No, I mean, I'm kidding on that. But you get what I'm saying. Like, sure. Maybe have like a plaque added to it that says, you know, um, it's important to remember this part of history because if not, we're doomed to repeat it, et cetera. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so yeah, now I, I used to be all like, yeah, take those fucking statues down. But as soon as that was brought to my attention, I was like, yeah, actually, you're kind of right. So yeah, and I mean, that's a good point. But the the thing that I, I took away from that video is like, when these statues were erected, and it was not like, I mean, some of them were like 1950. Right. When it was I, like, oh, wait a minute, we're going to have to, we can't segregate anymore. We're going to have to share water fountain with with a person. Right. Um, well, I, I think that I'm going to erect this statue because that's how I feel about it right now. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. dumb bullshit. Like, that doesn't yeah. make sense to me. But I think it's just important to update it and, like, make it clear that, like, we feel like it's important to not forget that this really happened. Yeah, because one fair. huge problem in our country right now is people thinking that the Civil War was so long ago, that could never happen to us again. No, sure. it fucking happened. It fucking happened right here. Yeah. A shitload of people died. It was really bad. And it is something that we should not forget. Absolutely. You know, let's be evolved. We, ha- like, we haven't evolved that much in 200 years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we need to remember this shit so that we don't keep doing it. And yeah. For anyway, sure. cool. Quick Let's follow wrap up. this up. <laughs> quick follow up on that story, though. Um, uh, I ended that post to that girl where I was spitting the facts at her with maybe if you cracked open a book once in a while instead of a bush light or a Mountain Dew code red, you would have known that already. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, that is some of the funniest shit I've said all weekend. And, uh, uh. Then, like, five minutes later, my little, like, adopted nephew, Ethan, FaceTimes me, and he's like, bitch. <laughs> that was hilarious. I was like, thank you, thank you. <laughs> anyway, so, but yeah, problematic human rights violation, and also it probably encourages the whole child and adult sex trafficking yeah. industry. So, you know, mm-hmm. again, the more you kind of, like, okay this stuff, the more someone's going to capitalize on it in a bad way. So Yes. All right, so to wrap up this whole uh, arranged marriage mess, um, there is no real evidence to substantiate one type of marriage being more successful than another, so people should just do what's right for them. For sure. I'm a fan of that. Yeah, our way is not the right way, necessarily, you know? Yeah. What works for one culture doesn't work in another and whatever, so yeah. Um, They literally went on record. Through all that research, they literally said there's like literally no actual substantiated evidence that says one is right and one is wrong, you know? Yeah. But we would like to go on record to say that no matter what, we do feel strongly that consent should always be involved. It's our favorite seer word. Exactly. So maybe just the non-consensual arranged marriages, we're going to go ahead and call a no-no. Yeah. 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 Sounds good. Uh-huh. All right, that was arranged marriages. Yeah, learned a lot on that one. Had no idea that the the global divorce rate was six percent. Yeah, that was wild for me. That is so low, and I mean, maybe the reason I, I'm trying to see like the silver lining, but like forty five percent. You know, if you're just not happy with somebody, if they're abusive, um, yeah, 
get the fuck out of there. And in these other cultures that we talked about, you probably right. can't do that. You don't have a choice. And you're yeah. treated, the dog is treated better than you. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. But, you know, at the same time, like, no one should be shaming a woman that's in her 30s that, like, uh-oh, my biological clock is ticking and marriage mm-hmm. is important to me. Or, you know, having a family and all that is, like, a priority in my life. So I'm going to go through with this and try it this way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what's right for her. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. If you want to do it, do it. Yeah. I like it. Me too. All right. You ready to move on to what the Frank? Yeah. Profile of the week. Profile of the week. Yeah. You got yours ready or you? Uh, Yeah. I think we can go both go ahead and have a disclaimer that we are no longer on social dating apps. Right. So, so I mean. have been saved. But, yeah. This is they from the been... archives. <laughs> oh, and it's a big archive. These yes. are so easy to get. <laughs> also, I realized that this Facebook group I'm on called Tinderella is just truck fucking full of these. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, boy. Yeah. So, yeah, you can always just Google it if, you know, nothing else. So, anyway. Um, I can go first because mine is a little more playful than it is um, disgusting as some of them so recently have been. I'm looking at you, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> but Ryan is 27 years old. He is looking for a sugar mama. Wink face emoji. Snapchat, Ryan Craig 29. Oh, I hate when they put their Snapchat or their fucking Instagram. Right. No, Stop. I'm not following you on Snapchat, weirdo. You might as well just say, send me nudes. Right. <laughs> like, also, I'm 18, by the way. Okay, I'm sorry then. Why the fuck does it say 27, Ryan? I, I've never understood that. I've seen that, too, where it's like, I'm actually 33. This is way too fucking commonplace. Right. Why do you... They ask you... I, I think they even, like, make you put in your birth date. Yeah. Like mine and then it figures out just, your age from that. Right. Like, mine was just, like... Or people were like, I can't change the name. This isn't my real name. The well, fuck why, you can't? <laughs> right. Why Are you can't on you? someone else's Facebook that is associated <laughs> with this account? Or what? Like... Yeah. Yeah. No. Anyway... He, he ends up by saying, stay home if you're sick, come over if you thick, <laughs> sick face emoji. <laughs> so, which, you know, at first I was like, oh, what the fuck? I'm 18. But then I was like, okay, that was actually pretty clever. <laughs> Call me when you're 30. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, what the Frank? Was that yeah. it? Okay, cool. That was it. Uh, let's meet Stacy. She's 39. Are all of yours just named Stacy or so. what? <laughs> I mean, if we go through, like, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm, anyway, anyway. Um, Stacy says, fun, positive, open-minded, enjoys trying new things. Winky face emoji. She talking mm-hmm. about butt stuff? Loud uh, and clear, Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> Woman looking to connect with a like-minded man. Not interested in just hooking up. Let's chat and see what happens from there. Oh, my God. Did she take every generic I phrase? think so. Um, yeah, Ever. she's missing the um, my kids are my world, but. Is there like a default profile <laughs> that we don't know about that we've just been missing this whole time? And we're like, oh, shit, we're assholes. They just picked the right. default. That says I'm into fun, adventure and travel. I'm not here to hook up. Yeah. And let's, uh, whatever let's chat and see what happens from was. there. 
Oh, oh that we fucking I know. Hate that. That's how this works, Stacy. Also, something about the word chat just sets off my gag. Well, reflex. we grew up with like AOL and like chat rooms. AOL yeah. chat, yeah. Um, and that's where all the predators <laughs> hung out. So chat for me just seems like I want to make a lampshade out of your right. skin. Yeah, chat is no fun. I don't know. Anyway, that's Stacy. <laughs> what the Frank? <sighs> what the Frank, Stacy? But for real, let us know if that default profile exists. <laughs> it has to. It's got to be a thing. We come across the same profiles way too much. They're like, copy and paste. That sounds good. Okay. Do you have kids? We'll automatically put in there. My kids are my world. Right. <laughs> we'll fill this out based on your selections in your yeah. profile. <laughs> like the, the the stuff you have to check off yeah. in the uh, yeah, we'll just categories. We'll just randomly generate something from this. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Uh-huh. Don't worry about actually putting right. effort into dating someone or finding someone. Right. Well, Stacey, I see creativity is not one of your strong suits. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Anyway. All right, let's move on. We got the um, who we're crushing on and who we're dumping. For real. All right, so this week we're going to dump formerly beloved erotic film star Ron Jeremy, who has has pleaded not guilty to eight charges of sexual assault on at least four women dating back to 2014. Have you seen this dude recently? Like, he was never a good-looking guy. He was always a yeah. troll, for sure. A troll with an enormous <laughs> right. dick. Um, I feel like this has to have something to Like, is he not getting booked anymore? And maybe he has a sex addiction ooh. and it went badly or like. Yeah. Because I, I just feel like we haven't heard about this guy in so mm-hmm. long. Why would women just now come forward if they're capitalizing on it? You're just trying to capitalize no. on it. Like, I just feel like my spidey sense says this is really out. Oh, really for sure. For sure. Oh, God. How the mighty have Oof. fallen. Ron, what are you doing? Ron, it's not us. It's you. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. Okay. So this week, <laughs> I love this one so much. We are crushing on TikTok user Gadel Haha. For using science to expose dudes lying about their height on dating that is apps. So cool. Yeah. Turns out Gadel Haha is a science wizard and took the actual size of a corona bottle in real life, scaled the entire rest of the picture to that corona bottle, mm-hmm. and exposed a dude for lying about his height. She went on. To continue her research and do the same for many other profiles, thus hopefully forever removing the idea that when a dude says he's five ten, he is actually, or when he says he's six foot, he's actually five right. nine. That's no so cool. That. So she's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, fellas, yeah. we're done here. I mean, you could probably do that with any object in the picture, like you know, as long as it's a a normal size, you know, it's not a dog. You can't say like, oh, that dog's 16 inches. But, you know, if you were to take a, a Corona bottle and say, I know how right. tall these are, scale it to the picture. It's like, no. Yeah. Like, A, how has no one done this yeah. before? B, fucking bravo, bitch. Okay. <laughs> bravo. Because science proving shit is on fire lately. And uh, also, it's like, and in conclusion, you're done doing this, guys. This is 
not only useful and informative, but hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never understood it anyway. Like, obviously, I mean, I've seen it on profiles before to where girls are like, if you're not six feet, don't even bother. But. So maybe is that why guys are doing it? I or think is so. it a, like six of one and one half dozen of the other? Yeah. You know? I don't know, but. If you say you're six feet tall, no, you're five now. Right. See, that's a huge jump. Like, you could probably be 5'11 and say six feet and get away with it. But when, yeah, 5'9 is saying six feet, there's no way. Right. It's, you know, but those are the first guys to complain about a girl, like, not being honest about her body size. Oh, that's fair. You know what I mean? That's fair. Oh, she didn't look like her picture. Oh, well, yeah, you're not fucking six feet tall, Chad. (laughs) So I think we're even. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, give me a break. No, that's a good point. Anyway, you go, yeah. bitch. We're crushing hard. Get out our DMs. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. You got anyway, any shout-outs this yeah. week? Or? I do. Let me pull it up really quickly. Do you I, have any? Um, I don't. Um, the episode of um, that I was on with uh, Blame It on the Vag is finally out. They took a little while. Yes. Um, it's yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I bet. Also, our good friend Zach Slusher and uh, Trash Blood Horror Cast has a new co-host. Oh. It is Zach Slusher's little sister, Maddie Slusher. The episodes that she was on with um, the original Trash Blood that was uh, were yeah, always great. Yeah, sure. they're like an awesome brother sister dynamic. Yeah. I mean, obviously, shows with boy girl dynamics are right. amazing. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and it's now on YouTube. So I think it, that should be really fun. I think their first episode, they just put it up. So definitely check that out. Additionally, uh, my good friend Beth Tompkins, who runs Knox Comedy in Knoxville, Tennessee, has asked me to be on her Instagram TV series titled Talking Comedy Stuff on Saturday, July 18th at 8.40 p.m. Well, that sounds like fun. Which will be... Yeah, that should be very fun. Beth is hilarious. We are um, aligned neighboring kingdoms in comedy. So, yeah, if you are in or around. Did you have to marry off someone? Yeah. Well, Brian, (laughs) I've been meaning to talk to you about that. (laughs) Don't worry. All the ladies in Tennessee are very attractive. No, I'm kidding. Anyway, so yeah, definitely check that out. And just check out that series in general, because Beth is totally hilarious. And like, yeah, I mean, her name is Beth, obviously, so she's amazing. She's like (laughs) the second coolest person I know. Named Beth. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's all I got, so. Awesome. All right, well. Well, you know what? Take care, you little Frank's and Beanies. Take care, you little Frank's and Beanies.